Hi there, it's Dallas Travers here. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. So this show brings the perfect combination of coaching and strategy to help you lean into your values, lean into your intuition, as well as your coaching skills to build a business that makes a difference in the world. Okay, so I'd like to kick the episode off with a question. Do you ever worry that you overcomplicate things inside your business? Whether it's your social media content, the structure of your offers, or even the way you just talk about your work, a lot of coaches unconsciously create confusion for themselves as well as their audience with what I'm going to call the kitchen sink approach, kind of throwing everything out there, right? So the kitchen sink approach is rooted in a deep desire to serve as well as to be successful. But what it does is often result in this invisible assumption that we have to include every little detail about our work into everything that we do. And as the saying goes, a confused mind says no. So this kitchen sink approach, it needs to go because it's making it harder than it needs to be for you to find paying clients. So that's what we'll cover in today's episode. My guest is Krista Strayer, who helps women who have just had a wake-up call feel vibrant and healthy naturally. Krista has actually been my health coach for the last several months, and I just have to say that she's so knowledgeable, very compassionate, and really, really good at what she does. But that message can easily get lost in translation in Krista's marketing. Why? the kitchen sink approach. So Krista and I put our heads together during this episode to really spell out the simplest version of her customer journey, the one that her clients tend to take. And what we discovered was that Krista's message was just a little too advanced for her audience, which is a simple problem to solve when you clarify your signature system and understand the steps your ideal client must take in order to be ready for coaching and successful in the process. So Krista and I both left this conversation feeling really clear about her message as well as the structure of her offers. So I hope it inspires some clarity in you as well. With that, here's Krista Strayer. Hi, Krista. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Dallas. I'm excited because, as I mentioned in the intro, you have been my health coach now for at least a couple of months. I think we're coming up on 90 days even, and so it's been really fun to get to know you. And I feel like I've got an inside look at your business, so I'm excited to help you feel more clear about your customer journey by the end of our conversation today. Right. So if you're ready, can you share with me and our listeners what you'd like to walk away with from our time together? Yeah, I think it's clarity, right? Just in terms of I have different people that I serve in different ways and I tend to overcomplicate things, I think is a factor that I have, a complication gene, right? And so how do I just simplify this so that I can actually get the things done? Like I have enough time for things. I want a simpler model. I want it to be simple for me and easier for me to help people, right? Easier for people to understand what it is that I do. Yes. right, And how to move forward on that. And for me, how I can help them in those different realms, right? Because you kind of get pigeonholed into 
this is for this client and how can I manage that better? It's true. And if we're not careful, we can end up, you kind of alluded to this, working three times harder than we need to because everything belongs in its own precious box instead mm-hmm. of being integrated together. So let's talk about, I'll fill our listeners in as we were preparing today. We were talking about a client journey and the business model. And I think for all intents and purposes for this conversation, they're really the same thing. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to talk about your customer journey as a way to simplify your business model, which then I think is going to inform clearer content strategy. So at a high level, can you fill our listeners in on the different people that you serve? Yeah. So essentially I'm an Ayurvedic health coach or yoga health coach. So I use yoga and Ayurveda and essential oils and a bunch of different modalities within that, right? I'm talking about kind of being a very generalist in terms of I've got a lot of, like, I can help out with the 90% of people on all yeah. those different things. And then anything else I would like, you know, refer out to the specialists, whether it's the mm-hmm. gut health or the, all that type of thing. And so I do this through, so I have a use, I guess, the doTERRA products with my mm-hmm. clients, right? Mm-hmm. And so for our listeners, doTERRA is essential oils, supplements, non-toxic cleaning supplies. Yeah. It's like a okay. wellness brand, right? So they're super supportive therapeutically. I know they're going to get results from my customers. So I do that. And it is a network marketing model, right? Mm-hmm. Within mm-hmm. there. And so I have clients, I have a team of doTERRA people who use doTERRA oils or supplements or some sort of form. And so part of my goal, I guess, is to help them understand how to use their products, right? I don't want people to buy stuff and not know how to use them. So how do you use them effectively? And there's such handy tools to have if we just remember to use them or or know how to use them or all of those things, right? Yeah. So part of that is that that sharing of that knowledge. How do I better support them at that level? And then there's people who want to go deeper, right? Who either have a health challenge or just interested in this Ayurveda thing. A lot of people just don't even know what Ayurveda is when they start to work with me on this, but that I know you talk about this thing and I know who you are and let's just go deeper <laughs> on this, right? This might be the key that I need to you know, uncover that next challenge and what they're dealing with, right? Yeah. And so then I have a course that mm-hmm. I put together that kind of walks you through these kind of like 10 daily habits of Ayurveda or this like Ayurvedic daily rhythm, right? So it's kind of circadian rhythm. It's understanding, you know, how your body's unique from somebody else, what's going to work for you. It's understanding the seasonality. So that's kind of like going deeper into that piece. Yep. And I have a course and I have a bunch of like mini courses, like the spring cleanse, the fall cleanse, the Ayurveda summer spa, we do that and a whole like holiday, stress-free holiday type of thing. So there's different seasonality parts to it. And mm-hmm. then this is underlying core course, right? Okay. So we've got one client is the, we'll call them the product user. Mm-hmm. And what they need is education on how to really get the most out of the products. Yes. So they're yeah. working with you because they love the products, they love your approach, and they want to learn as much as they can about how to integrate the products into their life. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we have, I'm going to call them the go deeper clients. And these are people who perhaps they had a wake up call around their health or Mm -hmm. they're into the product so much that now they're like, what more do you have for me? I want to go deeper. I want to understand like the lifestyle around this instead of how to use my oils for different circumstances. Is that a clear enough understanding that's being reflected back to you? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then the way you work with folks, some people simply buy the products, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Other people are coaching clients and they could be coaching clients in one of three ways. One is to work with you privately. Mm -hmm. One is to work with you as a group. And then the third one is to go through the course on their own. Is that an option? Some people do, like they don't end up coming into any calls. They just like have the course. But they're paying own. for the calls. You don't sell the course separate. No. Okay, no. great. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I do believe like you get more out of it with the, and we do with some, the calls. even with when I do the, the group program, I still do some one-on-ones because some things are personal. Yeah. Right, that we might not want to talk about on a whole yep. group call, right? So yes. we do tap into some of that individuality. Okay. Yeah. And I do the same thing actually with just product users. Right. Mm-hmm. So I will try to tap into them when they first get their product and then periodically check back in. Let's just see how things are going. So totally. they are also getting those little one-on-one conversations, right? Yes. Within yeah. yeah. Like that concierge service almost, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you work with clients either in small groups or privately through coaching. And then you've got a course that for all intents and purposes can function as a resource library. Some people mm-hmm. go through it from beginning to end. Other people, you might just recommend a certain tool inside of that resource library. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then we have these seasonal cleanses or seasonal events. Got yeah, it. Which is basically the course in a mini shortened time frame, right? Yeah, we yes. cover all the same stuff. It's just for a specific intent. Purpose. Yes. Yeah. Got it. I have a proposal. I want to deal with these seasonal pieces first because then it'll just kind of <laughs> clean things up a little bit. How would you feel, Krista, about using the seasonal cleanses? I'm going to call them cleanses even if mm-hmm. they're different. Yeah. Okay. The seasonal cleanses as a quarterly list building event. So Mm -hmm. what that would look like would be you're coming into fall. So you've got the fall cleanse on the books. It's free to attend. It's not gated. It's free to attend. Private clients, group clients, product users, everybody's invited, but you're also inviting the public because this can become a really great version of experiential marketing, top of funnel, like what a great list build. So I take the fall cleanse. For the listeners, I'm waving my arms around right now. (laughs) So imagine I'm holding my hands up at the top of the funnel above my head here, right? So you have this top of funnel, list build, re-engagement, go deeper strategy. So if someone's Mm -hmm. never worked with you before, this is their first taste of what's possible for them. If someone is a product user, this is a way to help them re-engage and better understand when and how to use the products. Mm-hmm. If someone is a client, this is like a special bonus because they're already in your world and loving the coaching with you. So what a fantastic event to help with client retention, to create this feeling of togetherness, and of course, to educate them. Mm-hmm. So now you have, we're starting to build out a routine for your content every season. Mm-hmm. It kicks off with promoting the cleanse, the event, mm-hmm. kind of yeah. like a version of a five-day challenge without it being exactly that. How does right. that land for you, this idea of using the cleanses as a list build? Yeah. And so I guess the only question is, is it a paid or is it a free event, right, in terms of that? That is the question. And the answer is different depending on your goals. So let me talk through this a little bit and yeah. then we can decide. Okay. So 
if it's free, more people mm-hmm. will sign up. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If more people sign up and you have a specific offer at the end of it, the assumption is you're going to make your money a little bit further down the funnel. Right. So right. let me get as many people introduced and on my list as possible. I'm going to give them this great experience. And then there's an opportunity to choose their own adventure. Do they want to buy some products? Mm-hmm. Do they want to buy some products and then see down the road if they want coaching or do they want to jump right into coaching? So that strategy is when you want to prioritize list building and you feel confident that, boy, having this experience, it's going to convert into more revenue Mm -hmm. and being able to help in a deeper way. The other strategy is I want, I'm using air quotes here, but like I want quality people in, not people who just want freebies. So I'm going to charge as a way for them to be more invested in the program. And this event needs to be designed for revenue generation. I tend to recommend starting with it being free. Mm -hmm. Get as many bodies in there as you can. It's the best way to test what works and what doesn't and what converts and what doesn't. But it just kind of depends on your priority. So does that help you decide at all? A little bit. I might have to just kind of sit with that in terms of what it is. And some of them work easier as free. Some of them have more to them. And so Uh, uh, they have to simplify it, which might be a good idea anyways. I vote for that. for, for For people to actually get through it all as a freebie, like most of them won't. And so you want them to have a really good, some of them, yeah. like the spring, the fall cleanse are very involved in terms of that. Maybe it's like a combination model, like the Ayurveda Summer Spa is a freebie and that's, you know, just go through and it's super easy to get through and to, it was designed yes. to be easy in the summer, right? Yes. Um, and the other ones, I either have to like take them down a notch as to what they are or charge for them because they're just more involved in terms of of that experience. Does that make sense? It really does. So a mistake that I think every coach has made at least once, I Mm -hmm. tend to do it like three times a year. So there you go, is we over-deliver because Mm -hmm. we want to help and serve so much, right? And our number one job, especially at the top of the funnel, is to help people see themselves as capable. Yeah, That's way more important than... Mm -hmm filling in every gap. So I would suggest whether it's free or you charge for it, that all of them are simplified. And I think Mm -hmm. there could be a world with these more complicated or more rather involved cleanses where you have an upsell. So Mm -hmm. join Mm -hmm. us for phase one. And after someone registers, the confirmation page is an invitation to continue the journey in week two. And here are the benefits that you get. Because you're paying clients, you're going to want to give them the whole experience, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So in terms of action items around this, what I'm understanding, and I just want to make sure we're on the same page, is Mm -hmm. we're going to design the customer journey seasonally. Every season will kick off with a free introduction event. This is designed for list building. It's also designed to just add more value to your product customers as well as your coaching clients. Mm -hmm. Depending on the event, there may or may not be an upsell. Now, every quarter, we've got this plan for re-engaging and building your list. We're going to simplify them so people feel successful at the end of the process. And now we can kind of design the customer journey, but also the content strategy seasonally as well. Okay. How does all of that feel so far? 
Good. The only question I have that's popping up in terms of like the pre-intro event, how long can that be? A lot of these are 10 weeks, right? Yeah. In terms of, or they're a full month. Like, so the cleanses would be a month, so four weeks. Mm-hmm. And the Ayurveda Summer Spa, we're just adding in one tiny thing for 10 weeks over the summer. And I have done it as a week-long thing mm-hmm. um, in the past, which could lead into the full thing. Yes. Um, yeah. Is that a better strategy? Just have like a mini version of it that leads into that more involved way to yeah. working, whether that's as a membership or course or whatever that looks yeah. like. Yeah. So the longer a free event lasts, the more attrition occurs. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's think about the Ayurveda summer spa as an example. When you envision what those 10 weeks look like, where is the first simple milestone? I think the first, like the emphasis of the first week is like really just like, like feeling like you're entering that spa experience. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's where we do the spa water. We talk about like locking your stuff in the locker and just like giving yourself space within that. So it could, I'm going to say I could add more stuff to it, but we probably wouldn't even need to. No. Right. So it's just looking at that within that. Yeah. So what's the promise at the end? So I sign up for this free event. I'm just making it, the number of days is irrelevant, but let's just pretend it's a four day event. What's the promise at the end of it? I think we like ways to keep you cool over the summer. So not losing your mind, right? Not losing like, but also keeping your body cool and your digestion cool. And so I think I would add in the cooling foods list into that week one, right? So just having a few little tidbits that are going to help you through the summer. And then the rest of it, if you want ongoing coaching to go through these in more detail, then we step further into that. I love it. I love it. So what I'm hearing is, There could be a day where it's about keeping your mind cool. And that's where perhaps you Mm -hmm. touch on meditation and introduce a couple of essential oils that are great to facilitate that. And then day two is keeping your body cool and you're sharing your three favorite spa water recipes, right? And then day four is keeping your digestion cool. So this is an introduction. It's like a tour of the building without going inside. Yeah. Okay, great. So for our listeners, here's an excellent question we should always ask ourselves, whether you're designing a lead magnet, a free list building event like Krista and I are talking about, even a course, what's the promise, right? Like what is the thing that you can tell me in a sentence that Mm -hmm. people will have in their hands at the end of the journey? I think, Krista, that might be a helpful way to step into each season for you and help you determine how to simplify what this top of funnel list build might be. Right. Yeah. Great. Okay. I'm going to put a check mark next to these seasonal cleanses. Is that too bold a move to make? Or do you feel <laughs> complete with that portion of our conversation? I think so. We may have to work like fine-tuning them in one of our, yeah. one of our coaching calls. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in those. <laughs> yeah. But no, totally. You can like take that out. Like for our, I could totally give a high-level version of what that looks like, how to yeah. arrange that. To go deeper in a cleanse, you do need more time than a week, right? In terms of that. But you can set it up. Like our first week is all how we set it up. Yeah. Right? It's a prep week. and that Yeah. And that's how you can even position these. Like, you know, we're Mm -hmm. moving into summer, which means my clients and I are going to start the Ayurvedic summer series. Whether you join us or not, I'm going to help get you started. Join us for this four-day event. You're going to learn X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Great. like that. 
Mm -hmm. All right. So here's the story I'm making up, and there's always exceptions, but can this be true 80% of the time? And I almost, I'm very biased here, but I almost want us to just agree that it's true, whether it is or not, because it's going to make things so simple in your mind, but I'm open here. A little. I'm a little open, Krista. So the story I'm making up here is if we think about your customer journey, inside the hive, we talk about that awareness ladder, right? So for Mm -hmm. our listeners, at the bottom of the ladder, people are unaware or pain aware, right? They just sort of see their circumstance as the way the world works. There's nothing they can do about it. Then they become problem aware and start to understand like, oh, maybe this is something that isn't normal for everyone. Maybe this is something that I don't just have to live with. Maybe there's more Mm -hmm. I can do. They may not feel like they deserve it or are capable, but at least they're starting to see that change is possible. And then mm-hmm. folks at the top of the ladder, these are people who are solution aware. They're your clients. They're the ones who invest in a solution. I feel yeah. like, Krista, you've got two ladders. So that first ladder, and we're just going to stack them if this works for you, that first ladder is the product client. The story I'm making up is that people come in and just start to get exposed to the products. Some people always just stay there. Then there are others who, once they're in the products and using them, want to go deeper and learn about Ayurvedic practices. So Mm -hmm. our first ladder is for product users. And then when they get to the top of that ladder, they may graduate to the second ladder. But is there a world where we could simplify things and stack those ladders on top of each other? I think so. Like that you could like come in as an entry point as to like, this is where we're starting. Yeah. Like I think, well, whether you're thinking about, if you throw out the exceptions, right. In terms of where that is, right. And just throw them out the window because there always will be differences. I think in my mind that that's kind of how it works that you kind of come in. That's how I did. I started dabbling with the oils, right. And it's just like, Oh, these really work. Yeah. And then you progress further. Right. Yes. And I think what I've been trying to do is jump a step, right. And take people right into like enrolling with the oils and the products right into this higher level awareness thing. Or, and when they don't, when they just started off at the products, I don't know how to get them up to that level. Yes. Got it. And so if we start to see it as two stacked ladders, you're going to mm-hmm. start to be able to know how to help them climb. Yeah. Cause I'm thinking that, oh, they've just X'd it out. They don't want that, but really they're just not at that awareness Level at that step. And I just think about me. So I had a health scare. And so I invested in coaching with you. But even we started at the bottom of the ladder, even though Mm -hmm. my entry point for all intents Mm -hmm. and purposes was further up, the work built one step at a time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's clarify the ladder. So at the bottom, the first step I take is what? Okay, so now I'm getting mixed up in my mind as to the ladder. So I think this is where I get. And I've actually was mapping this out beforehand. It's like, well, I have like a whole like, what is my doTERRA or my oil client need? Mm-hmm. And they still need, I think, those foundational pieces, right? In terms of sleep, sleep supports, like kind of that foundational awareness of just getting your life on track so your brain can think. Okay. Is that what you're thinking of? Or are you thinking of something different in terms of that they need to understand? that the products work or have that awareness of, you know, that they're not more expensive than using something else that they're in terms of that level. Yes. I think it's the second one. So again, I think you were skipping a step or two. When I first decide I'm going to buy lavender essential oil, 
Okay, that's the like the very first yeah. step. The yeah. first step is to like awaken to the power of essential oils. So, and we're not talking about what I need to know because I actually don't need to know anything, any details. I just need to know that lavender, okay, I think that's good for healing, right? I can put lavender on a cut. I believe my daughter had a headache last night. I'm like, hold on, Mm -hmm. I'm going to put some lavender oil on your feet. She's like, why on my feet if I have a headache? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Great. So baby steps here. Oh, I'm having an aha moment. You said it earlier, but it's really landing for me. We just need to fill in the bottom of this ladder for you because you've been kind of thinking a little bit further up. Further up, yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm a potential doTERRA client. The first thing I'm going to do is awaken to the power of essential oils. What's the kind of content? We're going to go back and forth now between Mm -hmm. the customer journey and identify content related to each step of the journey. Okay. So what type of content is going to help me awaken to the power of essential oils? So like, and we're kind of in the summer season right now. So things like your first aid kit, like when you're, you know, using the lavender or the tea tree to clean a cut, using the helichrysum to seal up that, you know, to help support the healing of that, you know, essential oils in your garden, essential oils as your bug spray. That one kind of ties into the whole toxic living and getting out of yeah. this toxic chemical soup that we're in. Yeah. And then as you go into the fall season, it's like the heating spices, the mm-hmm. nourishing, the supporting your digestion. Yes. Those type of things. Yeah. Great. So at its core, the content related to this first step on the ladder is recipes and practices. Tips and yeah, tips, yeah. recipes. Yeah. So you and I have talked before about the fact that for both of us, educational content is the easiest to make, right? So yay, you get to make some, <laughs> but you're not allowed to be so nice about it. <laughs> so I wonder if the game you play with the recipes and practices is what Brandon Lucero calls a thought reversal. So let's use bug spray. You did this, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You think that the only bug spray that works has DEET in it, right? And you'd rather spray yourself with DEET than deal with mosquito bites. Here's why you can think differently about that. And here's what to do instead. Yeah. So let's Mm -hmm. call these alternative, right? Or not even alternative, like better recipes. So the formula is here's what you're using. Here's why it's not so great. Mm-hmm. Or here's what you think, and here's a different way to think about it, and then a recipe they can put into action. Right. Okay. And yeah. the call to action is, of course, you can get lavender oil at your local grocery store if you want the best quality, or if you want the one that I use, because you're the expert, mm-hmm. so I want the one that you use, mm-hmm. right? DM me, reply back, here's the link, whatever you would do. So now they're in the door, they're using lavender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Great. Wouldn't it be great if you could just build your business focusing on your strengths? I see too many coaches struggling to fit into a certain mold and they ignore the easy path. So let's put an end to that. What I want you to do is go to dallastravers.com slash quiz. I've put together a 45 second superpower quiz designed to reveal two things. Number one, 
the very next step in your business, whether that's list building, client attraction, or scaling with a course, and number two, the natural strength you possess to help you accomplish that task. When you get your results, you'll also get a custom-built toolkit with actionable items you can put in place right away to finally make this growth path simpler because you're doing what you do best. So the link again is dallastravers.com quiz. Go and check it out and then let me know on Instagram how you scored. Okay, so now we're going to come back to the ladder, this customer journey. I am awake to the power of essential oils. What's Mm -hmm. the next step in that process for me? Like, what's the next thing I'm going to want to use, I think is a better question to ask you. Right. I think like once you kind of dabbled in them a -hmm. little bit and you've got, you know, there's a couple steps of, okay, I can use a couple different things. And then the next piece I think is probably supplements. Agreed. Right. That essential oils are still a band-aid. Right. If we don't have building blocks to heal, right? Yes. Our body needs the micronutrients and it doesn't just need one. It needs a combination of them yes. to feel better. Yeah. Great. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I'm at the bottom of the ladder. I'm using essential oils. I realize oh, this is fun, right? Mm-hmm. These smell good. They totally work. Wow. I can't believe I never knew this before. I wonder what else I could do to feel better. I'm signed up with doTERRA. I'm buying their oils. So what Mm -hmm. else is available to me? I think that's the question people might be asking. So they're waking up to supplements. Great. And then the other piece that might go, I don't know if it goes before or after this, is the whole living cream. So the non-toxic products. Yeah. Right. And so some of those are in the top one, like the awakening. But I think it's actually another step. So whether supplements is the next one or whether it's detoxing, there's kind of a, they're both important at that next stage, right? Agreed. I think to keep things clear, let's put those in one category, right? So great. You've woken up to the oils. The next step is supplements and products. Some people are going to go supplements first. Some people Mm -hmm. are going to go products first, Mm -hmm. but I know you're such a linear thinker that let's put them together so that yeah. you don't feel like you're breaking the rules if someone... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what's the type of content that's going to help me, the essential oil user who now wants to bring more of this goodness into my life? What's the type mm-hmm. of content that's going to help me bring more of that goodness into my life and use it? Well, that pops in my mind, and I don't know if this is the right answer, is some of the research behind how these things work, right? Whether it's supplements the oils, I think that's the next step is that proof. Like you have to like feel it, then deal with that logical mind of the proof of it, right? Yeah. Great. So how are we going to make content about the science interesting? (laughs) And part of it can just like pulling little quotes out of different people's research, their books. And Mm -hmm. so relying on like taking that other expert to kind of come in and do that could be book recommendations People aren't going to want to read the whole book. Well, some people are. They're going to dive in and and do that. But bringing in, I think, some of those outside expert awareness can be a powerful part of that. Okay. And then my tip around this is it has to be micro, right? So what I mean by that is instead of speaking in broad strokes about the research, Mm -hmm. right? And, Mm -hmm. you know, research tells us X, Y, Z. It's let me show you this one study 
that yeah. was done on dogs. Yeah. You and I talked about this, right? Yeah. It's one study that here's what they found about dog health, right? And yeah. here's the researchers. Here's what they found. Here's a picture of me with my dog. So now mm-hmm. people are going to want to look at it. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so get micro. So you're thinking about one specific symptom or yeah. one specific data point. Yeah. That's how you help people experience themselves as capable instead of just getting overwhelmed by the information. Yeah. And I think it has more, it has more validity or more, we can put it into practice. If it's yes. like the broad research, like research can tell you, like they can have research targets for anything, right? But if you yep. look at the specificness of it, yep. or it could be one symptom and there's like 10 studies that support that one thing. Yeah. But yeah. Got it. Mm -hmm. So step number one on this ladder is awakening to essential oils. The content related to that is recipes and practices. Step number two on the ladder is products and supplements. These are Mm -hmm. the building blocks, right? The Mm -hmm. content related to that is going to be hyper-specific data, and you're helping people put the science into practice. Yeah. So we mentioned before we started recording that you're in this funky middle zone, right? Of, I don't want to be the person who is just pushing products on folks all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I also realize that I'm probably so avoidant of that, that I'm making it hard for people to actually Mm -hmm. get and use the product. (laughs) I have a strong sense, and I want to know how this lands for you, that so far these two types of content where what you're doing is showing me right? And then, oh, Mm -hmm. by the way, here's where to get it. Mm -hmm. Showing me this, how to put the science into practice and here's where to get it. That's very, that's the middle ground, right? Right. It's valuable to me and you're making it easy for me to take the next step. I get to choose if I want to or not. Does that feel true to you too? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. Third rung on the ladder here. Mm -hmm. This might be where I start to shift out of being a product user and into a coaching client. Let's see what Mm -hmm. feels like the next step. So I'm using the oils. I'm starting to almost feel like my relatives are talking about me and my little oil satchel because I'm using them so much, right? I'm using the supplements. I've started dabbling in the products. I'm getting into it here. Mm -hmm. What's the next step on that ladder? I think the next step is the, I think that's where we come into the foundational piece, mm-hmm. right? And that putting it all together as, you know, if you look at like yoga, people like, you can do yoga for everything, but only to a point, right? You can use essential oils for everything, but only to a point you need that full picture strategy. Could Sense we call that integration? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is just not external. This is just for us to feel really clear. So we could call it whatever yeah. we want. I think integrating is... Yeah, integrating the different pieces together, right? Yeah. It's kind of yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Great. So this is where I start to put the supplements and the pro to develop a practice around these things instead of just being a user of them. Right. Yeah. So some people may never graduate to the integration rung on the ladder, which is totally appropriate mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. Great. So what kind of content serves the people on the integration rung of the ladder. So this is more like developing your habits okay. around it, right? Your habit stacking. It could even be like bringing together some different modalities. This is where the yoga and oils come together or the meditation oils, why you'd want to combine those things together to get a deeper experience within Got that. It. And this could also be too that 
know, we've talked about that next step being the supplements that you kind of need the supplements to heal, right? Like you mm-hmm. you can only go so far if your body doesn't have the building blocks. But then I think it's kind of that syncing up to Mother Nature's rhythm and that syncing your bio clocks and things like that coming into this one as well. Yeah. Does that yeah. make yeah, there's circadian rhythm in that. So we're going to take a step back for a second. I'm wondering, just to keep this simple, we have integration. And then above that, on the ladder, I wrote embodiment, just to break mm-hmm. those up so you don't overwhelm folks. So if I'm just beginning to think about healthy habits and like, how do I turn this into a lifestyle? Mm-hmm. So I'm like a freshman in college learning it mm-hmm. rather than a senior who's graduating. Let's talk again about the content for the beginner when it comes to integration. So even like using your essential oils as your habit trigger, yeah. right? So it's sitting there, it reminds you to sit down and do your meditation, right? Yes. Or it's sitting there, it reminds you to drink your water in the morning. Yeah. Um, so that type of just making it super easy, right? What's mm-hmm. your trigger on that? So kind of coordinating the two together, but one is the trigger, I see it, and then you do it. Yes. Right? In terms of yes. That. Got it. So at the bottom of the ladder, when it came to oils, I was learning enough about the oils so I knew how to use them when a circumstance arises. I get a cut on my finger. I know what to do. I want to meditate. I'm going to know what oil to use. Now we're flipping it and we're using the oils. Like the oils come first in a way to then help trigger the behavior. Right. Yeah. Okay. Then the way we look at this, sometimes it's like the top shelf solutions. Yeah. It's like when you have a need, you reach for something, that top shelf of your medicine cabinet, right? Yeah. As opposed to like the bottom shelf, this is where you get your foundational pieces. Love it. This is where you start to make your lifestyle. Getting rid of those top shelf reaches because you've got the bottom stable. Yes. Okay. Okay. Great. So the content for integration is bottom shelf solutions. Yeah. We can call it that. You're very clear on what that means to you. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. Okay. Then at the top of this ladder, once I'm really like my bottom shelf is starting to be built, right? It's Mm -hmm. feeling pretty solid. What is the next step in the ladder? Well, I think then you kind of go more into the the juicier Ayurvedic rituals, like the oil massage, and maybe that's more into the meditation and going deeper. Like at one stage, you still meditation, like you're still using it as your trigger for it. But now it's like, okay, now how does this take us deeper? Yes. So it's all this kind of whole ladder that's actually taking us deeper into this journey, right? The ascension or the descension, right? But yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that top rung of the ladder is rituals. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. I'm curious to hear how this is going to land for you. Just to catch our listeners up, we've got one, two, three, four rungs on this stacked ladder. Rung number one, let me back it up even more. So the mm-hmm. client journey here begins with someone awakening to the power of essential oils. They come in as a product client. And I think they stay a product client on those first two rungs. Mm-hmm. Then they move into being a coaching client when we get into integration and embodiment. Mm-hmm. Does that, that feels accurate to me. Does that feel the same for you? Yeah. So here's what this means. 80% of your public-facing content, your nurture emails, your social media content, is products and supplements and essential oils. 20%, I'm pulling those ratios out of the sky, but okay. 20% is integration and embodiment. 
So if we've got two weeks worth of content, let's say you're posting every day, you don't have to be, but just to make this simple for Mm -hmm. myself to do math in public, (laughs) two weeks of content, there's 10 pieces of content. One is going to be on integration and one is going to be on embodiment or two on integration and two on embodiment. You can mix and match that. But the other eight are really going to be about these top shelf solutions and putting science into practice. Okay. And then when you look at the content for your paying customers, it's probably 50-50 for product customers. So if you're sending a weekly email to your product customers. Okay. Yeah. Right. Every other Mm -hmm. week, you've got two emails a month. One is recipes and practices, right? Guiding Mm -hmm. them to the place in your resource vault where they can go further. And then every other week is more top shelf, right? Either rituals or healthy habits. Because we're nurturing them to get from products and oils into that second tier of the ladder. So mm-hmm. public facing content. People are so low down on the ladder that we're just that content is heavy on those bottom rungs. Once folks are paying, <laughs> mm-hmm. then we're helping them get from rung number two up to rung number three. Right. And the whole, like the, what is Ayurveda and talking about this whole crazy thing that's in three and four, right? That's in three and four. That could even just be in four. Just from four. Because what I heard you say earlier was, you know, people start to feel better and they start using things. And then they say, I don't really even know what Ayurveda is, but I know it's a thing and I trust you. And you've Mm -hmm. mentioned it only enough for me to now be asking about it. So Mm teach it to me. And that's when they become a private coaching client or join your group. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that feels a lot easier than trying to educate the whole world about what is Ayurveda. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that is a really big ball to push, right? Completely. People it's like, really easy to share. Like what can you do with lavender today? <laughs> right. People yeah. see Ayurveda and immediately know that they're never going to be able to say it or spell it right again. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone Avianca. <laughs> right? yeah, right? yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Mm-hmm. I feel like we just had two simultaneous conversations. So I just love to check in with you. Can you share with me and the listeners like what your understanding is now of the client journey and the content that supports it? Yeah. Okay. So focusing more on, instead of focusing on the last rung, that yeah. I've been doing, like in trying to like help people starting at the top of the ladder, we're going to allow them to climb the ladder, right? So just talking about some of some, and it can be at that bottom rung in the ladder, it can be the oils, there could even be some yoga tips and different yep. things like that, that could all fall into that, that realm, right? So it's not just essential oils, but it's the little tips and tools that you would use, the quick little top shelf Things, yep. Right. Yes. And then we go more into the research of why does that work? Right. Yep. Oh, wow. Did that ever give me a big thing? Right. Why did that work? And then, okay, so let's stop reaching for top shelf. What do we do then? Right. Yes. And that's just, there's those little pieces, those little kind of drawing that in, but it's not everything. Right. Yeah. And then coming into the more the embodiment. Yes. The juicy rituals and all that. Yeah. More woo woo. Like you're mm-hmm. going up, up the woo scale almost. Right? <laughs> totally. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So if you're one woo to your four woo kind of uh, yeah. rating in terms of what we're, <laughs> what we're dialing in. 
So I got to bring this back to our listeners because if you're listening thinking, well, I don't like Ayurveda, I don't even know what that is, or I do know what that is, and it's not related to my coaching business, think again, because a lot of coaches, we're taught this in most coaching certification programs. They teach us to educate our audience on what coaching actually is. One of my most popular pieces of content I've ever put out was called, does your dream client even know that coaching is a thing? And we make the mistake of assuming they have to understand what coaching is in order to be ready to invest in coaching. So I think you were doing this too. Your client, your audience needs to understand what Ayurveda is in order to invest. And they actually Mm -hmm. don't. They just need to understand that they can feel better. Right. So with coaching, I don't need to know what coaching is. I need to know that you have a solution to the problem I'm trying to solve. Right. So that's my big aha from this conversation is Ayurveda comes so much later. Okay. Are there any parting thoughts or questions before we wrap up our conversation today, Krista? I think just the last thing in terms of like bringing it back to those launches or those mini yes. things, as you're like peppering in, so you've got this like awareness piece and you're sharing some solutions and things like that. How does that then lead into sales? Oh, or- wait, what? <laughs> you're trying to sell things? I'm sorry. And <laughs> yeah. um, like you are, like you're peppering all the way along. Yeah. I think I have to kind of just like see this in practice or do this a little bit to kind of feel into that. But the part of it, like with all of my different like things that I'm doing, it feels like I'm always launching and there's smaller launches, but. Yeah. Here's what I'm envisioning. This is such a great question. Number one, your audience doesn't feel like you're always launching. Okay. You may. Number two, I think it's going to be rare that you have a piece of content that goes out that does not include a CTA to go and get the product. Right. It's yeah. unhelpful for you to leave that part out, given what mm-hmm. we just mapped out. Okay. Mm-hmm. But now here's what I'm thinking. So we don't have to get the dates exactly right here, but your fall cleanse, what month or what date does that typically begin? It's typically like end of September, early October. We would okay. step into that. Yeah. Okay. So just to make our conversation simple, let's pretend the cleanse starts on October 1st. Okay. So that means starting on September 1st, you're shifting to content about autumn, Mm -hmm. not about the season, right? But about which oils and what practices and what kind of symptoms show up and what's the science around that, right? So you're starting to prepare your audience to be ready for an October 1st event because you're getting them excited. So starting in September, a month before the event is when we shift seasons in terms of the focus of the content. Okay. So then September 1st, autumn content goes out September 21st. So a week before (laughs) Mm -hmm. is when you move into a week of promoting the free event. And then the free event happens the week of October 1st. Mm-hmm. which leads directly into an easy invitation just for those folks. So we'll say October 5th mm-hmm. who signed up for the free event to continue on for the rest of the month or whatever you're doing with your paying clients and customers. Okay. So then when does the winter cleanse typically begin? So then we'll have like just like a winter holiday, like easy holiday joy planner is what we call it. Holiday joy planner. Great. So for your clients, when does that work begin? So that would be kind of mid-November. Okay. Great. So I'm going to say November 15th, right? So starting October 15th, we shift the conversation Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. 
like tips and tools around joy for the holidays, getting people ready. November 7th, the invitation goes out to join us for this free event that's starting on November 15th. November 20th, right, is what the invitation to take it further. So you start to be in that type of a rhythm. Remember, it may feel to you like you're launching all the time, but really what it looks like is once a quarter, you've got a week where you're promoting your free event. Right. So in terms of that external selling, and then people are in your world where they do the free event. They loved it at the end of the free event. They're invited to pay for the rest of that cleanse. At the end of that cleanse, they're invited to buy some products or invest in coaching. So it's this little private funnel for Mm -hmm. folks who are in that free event and you just rinse and repeat that every quarter. Does that help crystallize it for you? Yeah. Yeah. No. And they do, because Ayurveda is so seasonally, everything just flows into that, right? So the end of the cleanse is actually like this nourishment pampering. So you're just taking that pampering deeper into the holiday yep. season, right? So it just flows together. It's perfect. The beautiful thing about this, if it lands for you, try to switch your mind around this. Now, content creation just got so much easier because your mm-hmm. content is just built around these incredible cleanses that you've already made. Those cleanses are the lever you pull to bring in more clients. So you're never going to have to stare at a blank screen thinking, what am I going to talk about today? Okay. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. This is really fun. It's been like whirling in my mind for so, so long that, but just to talk it through. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And then one more piece, you've mentioned this course I'm going to strongly encourage you to just think of the course as a resource vault and think of what you're actually selling as coaching. Because people, even if they're in the group or privately, they use the resource vault to guide them. But really what they're investing in, Krista, is coaching. So people either buy the products or they take advantage of coaching. And either way, Mm -hmm. they have access to resources you've built when and if they need them. Yeah, that helps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks again for coming on the show. And I want to thank all of our listeners. Here's what I'm going to invite you to do next. Pull out a fresh sheet of paper and really think about those initial rungs on your awareness ladder. I'm going to guess for most of us, we're also jumping ahead Mm. on those rungs as well. So think about what those initial rungs are on your awareness ladder. And I will see you back here next week. Thanks for listening to Coaches on a Mission. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things (laughs) to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers Biz Mentor. You can do that now and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you, it'll be worth it. Okay, thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.